Welcome, y'all, to Critical Clicks! Euro Clicks! Damn my greatness! That there's nothing I can do to save you. Euro Clicks! Give it up for Jaws host, Kevin, the Clicks Commander of Ruse, and Scott Cram Company Crampton. Hey guys, this is Scott Cram Company Crampton. Welcome to Critical Clicks, an adult podcast for the competitive Hero Clicks player, where we put the hard R rating in Hero Clicks. And I'm here solo because, frankly, we just haven't done an episode in so long. This is about the longest drought we've had all year. Um, I had a, health, a little bit of a health scare, uh, nothing too big, nothing to be worried about or anything like that, but um, I'm doing good or re- on the road to recovery, but uh, I just felt like we needed to talk a little bit, talk a little bit about uh, nationals now that it has come and gone. I will do uh, more of a real episode soon, but I thought I'd put out something a little bit fast, talk about it. So uh, let's talk about it. All right. Uh, the meta at nationals was very, very interesting. And I should note that I didn't play in nationals. Um, I had SummerSlam tickets, so I did not play any of the nationals. Um, however, it, the meta is both very open, but also very much like these 25 to 35 figures. Um, ultimately I, I think that's pretty good. That's probably about what magic is. Like there's probably not more than like a hundred cards that you really want to build decks around in magic. If you're at the highest level of competition. So I feel like it's pretty good overall, you know, there's a counter, um, but the biggest rise is of course, the rise of Spider-Man. Now we saw it first in the North. We saw a lot with the forge and Brody and Denny and a hundred other people beginning to play the uh, play prime Spider-Man. But First and foremost, you're not going to be able to win fucking period right now if you don't have the Necro Sword or Scarlet Witch. I I just don't think there's a way around it. There really isn't. And one of the things that is more frustrating is even if you feel like, oh, maybe I got it um, or I'll chance it or something like that, you just can't power through. Like Spider-Man, Prime Spider-Man, he can't out with his super senses. You could have precision strike, but there's almost always a super sense card up. And that means the super senses is is everything but two numbers. And if you have precision strike, cool, 50%. And that's a lot for a a miss. I'll also note that nobody played Scarab, which is simply because nobody wants to play Scarab. Um, Sorry, I should say that wrong. PJ played five fucking scarabs and Adam played four, I believe. Um, but they, <laughs> so fucking weird. That, that was the case. So fucking weird. But neither of them did well with it uh, because that's too many scarabs. It's not ridiculously bad, but it is too many scarabs. Uh, the whole being able to outwit everything is very, very good. And, you know, the secret six outwit thing is. I mean, it's phenomenal, right? It's phenomenal, like being able to outwit through all, through any power, no matter what. They can't have protected outwit. That's great, but it's not good enough. There, there's too much aggression, and there's not enough you can do to outwit. Um, and honestly, you know, you can't, some of the things you really want to outwit on Spider-Man, you can't. Uh, so, you know, uh, congratulations to Alex for winning. Uh, that's just awesome. 
Uh, he's a great guy, deserves it. Uh, Lucas, of course, uh, also won, uh, came in second, I should say. And he played a very, very unique team. So let's talk about the teams. Um, Men in Black and Red is Alex Mater's team. Uh, he played Spider-Man Necrosword, as did everybody. Um, and then Carnage Surfer, Black Skull, which is just basically saying MOE Chase. Um and then uh, Venom Magneto, Mephisto, and Commissioner. Um, and it's a good team. It's, it's again, it's like kind of those things. Um, Spider-Man's very, 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 very hard to deal with. Uh, and then you add there and you're like, oh, God, and Carnage. <laughs> you know, it just becomes a little, it feels like a little too much. Lucas tried to bypass all of it and said, fuck it. I'm not going to try to kill Spider-Man. I'm just going to be the point of the mission team, which is Darkseid, Indigo, the Riddler, Watcher, Frogman, Batman. So the innovation here is Darkseid essentially says knockback when a friendly character knockbacks one or more opposing characters. If at least one character, the knockback hasn't been knocked back this turn, gain one mission point. If Darkseid is 250, he's not. So they gain one mission point for every knockback. So uh, Frogman really can knock back quite a few people. Um, he has the ability to, he says, sidestep when he uses it after and moves after resolutions, knock back into adjacent character. Cool. Uh, Frogman and adjacent friendly characters can't be knocked back. Dope. A force Blast, he has that, so he could gain a mission point that way. And then he has Force Blast is free. Uh, once per turn, when fro uh, Frogman knockbacks and poison character, the character knockback path was two squares or less. After resolutions, you may give that hit character an action token. Cool. All those things are taking time, but realistically, Frogman will easily be able to get two additional mission points. Um, and then you could also attack with Darkseid to get an additional mission point. Um, if you're unfamiliar, the right um, uh, the right different tarot deck stuff will allow um, Indigo to get uh, a bunch more mission points. I've seen, you know, around I think around six or seven mission points from that. So there's a lot of scenarios in which he's getting five to eight mission points on his first turn. Riddler, his big thing is when opposing character in the range with a puzzle token would be targeted by perplex roll a d6. Remove all puzzle tokens from the character. Two through four gain one mission point for each puzzle token on the character. Five through six, the use of perplex has no effect and gain one mission point for each puzzle, puzzle token on that character. Um, so he kind of just passively keeps giving more people mission points. Um, he can perplex anybody regardless of line of fire. When Riddler uses it, give the opposing uh, target an opposing character after resolutions, give that character a puzzle token. So essentially, he knows that you're going to come to him. And then he uses Batman Prime to really fuck you up from wasting a turn. His mission points essentially win almost every time on turn five. Uh, often they can win on turn four. Occasionally they can win on turn three. Never can they win on turn one or two, thank God. So if he can use one or two people to stall you out from being able to get rid of in, in, Indigo or something like that, then he has a good shot of winning. Uh, 
Uh, he also has Watcher there just to make it damn hard for you to kill people. You put him on the um, defend and he has shot gauntlets. Uh, the shot gauntlets, of course, allow Watcher to also knock you back. So that's one more mission point. So he knows if you stay in your starting area, you're going to um, lose because he's going to keep healing up Watcher. And the shot gauntlets were probably the best innovation on this team. So it was a good job. And he'll talk about that later. Uh, Isaac, I worked on this team with him. He changed very much last minute. Um, this is not the U.S. national team that he played. So if you're looking at it, this is not right. He actually switched the team. Uh, he switched his team last minute to a Spider-Man team. So uh, whoops-a-daisy, that's not right. Um, and then Nate played the team that he's been playing a lot, which is basically Spider-Man, Sicarian, Kid Thanos, Carnage, Surfer, Mephisto, Green Lantern. Uh, Green Lantern is a little bit of, you know, defense, but for the most part, it's just goes first. It's going to do very, very well. Goes second. It probably has a map that will help stall it out a little bit. But overall, it's it's just too much for most people. You know, killing Sicarian is a, you know, everybody on your team, one thing, but you can't just, you have to ignore Sicarian, ignore Carnage Surfer because Spider-Man is just too goddamn deadly. You have to do everything you can to kill him. Uh, the only way I've been able to beat these teams is Scarlet Witch. Um, I do think in particular, this team is very good against itself. Um, I think that Spider-Man can get Spider-Man down. And then Sicarian or Carnage can kind of finish the job outwitting the other Spider-Man's um, defense. So, you know, adding the additional attacker, because a lot of them only have two attackers, adding the additional attacker is good. Spider-Man now in general, uh, one of the big things people don't know about Spider-Man is his sheer ability to move elevated terrain around. He gets around a lot of things like Iron Inquisitor, uh, gets around a lot of things like King Killmonger by essentially putting train under you with a sidestep. Now you're elevated and then he attacks you from there with his giant reach um, and flurries and yada yada. Now all of your defense things are just gone gone. Um, and then, you know, sometimes he even can take the elevator out from under you and uh, do another damage or two. Um, get rid of the watchers stuff. It's very, very, very good. Um, rounding out, we had Alyssa, Daniel Powell, Jackson Smith, Jalen Major, all in the top eight, it appears. I'm not positive on that fact because, um, again, I wasn't there. But there's it was a lot of really good people. Uh, Sam Paul, TJ Wheeler, Robert Gallagher, Patrick Fraser, Ken Smalls. Um, so I'm going to go digress and talk about other aspects of Gen Con. Uh, Gen Con in general was a pretty lively atmosphere. Uh, the thing that always pisses me off about Gen Con is we go all the way to Gen Con Thursday, right? And we get there and first and foremost, if you don't have a event ticket already before you get there, you can't use anything. There's nothing. You can't get into a battle royale. You can't do anything other than maybe learn to play, which is obviously not what you want to do if you're listening to the Zero Clicks podcast right now. Um, so, uh, yes, they have the learn to play. They have that. But that's it. Um, Thursday, it was incredibly hard to get into battle royales. Um It was very easy to get into silver, though, because nobody wanted to play it. Uh, they had four people for one of the silvers, and I heard seven for another. It might have been eight. 
Uh, it's just not a popular format. And as the current uh, team national team, uh, team silver champion, uh, team silver team champ, whatever, uh, as that guy and as a former uh, world champion in silver, I can tell you that silver sucks. Uh, I just don't like it. It's too much. It's too goddamn much. Now, the theme team might make it more interesting. I don't know, but I don't know. Like, I think that just makes it more limited and in a sense, maybe even less interesting. It's just because it's silver. I just don't like it. Um, I went exclusively for pulp and the pulp things were all packed. Uh, Sorry, I should say that Saturday's pulp had 16 people and it was four rounds. Um, so I had, I went four and oh and won that summer Scott. And, um, then I went back on Sunday and played, it was actually only eight people. Sunday was very, very light. Uh, just in general, very few people were there. It was easier to get into battle royales. They felt like they had enough product. Um, Sundays are always probably the best day, but they end so early. So again, what I was saying is my problem with fucking Gen Con It is a problem. Thursday done at five every day done really early. Like the last thing goes off at like 4 PM. What the fuck? Like, why, why is that the case? It's like, you're flying there. You know, it's like, imagine if Disneyland closed at like three or four or they're like last time you get a ride for Disneyland is 4 p.m. That would be, like, what else do you do? You have a whole rest of your day. Hey, like you went all here. You paid a fucking badge. You did all this fucking shit, man. And um, and, you know, they're just so limited in space and product and everything. It was very, very difficult to get any convention exclusives. Uh, you really had to do the wait line. Um, so that's a negative And it is a big, big negative. I always say, you know, if you're picking events between Porter and Porter's event, the Rock Cup thing there, Newmark's uh, Orlando event, uh, World's Nationals, or just some of the random shit that we throw together, uh, or states. I, I put Nationals as the last one. I go to it because I'm obviously obsessed and crazy, but <laughs> uh, it's generally that. So uh, let's spend a moment and talk about Pulp because, hey, guys, not for nothing. I am the fucking uh, pulp champion and I did defend the pulp championship. So you might be semi interested in what I played maybe, or maybe not. Uh, But let's face it, guys, uh, you're here, you're listening to me. So here we are entertainers. Um, The first pulp event I won, I played Mr. Freeze uh, and Camara. And I really was proud to win with Mr. Freeze. That was a big deal. Uh, This one I knew would be, a lot more intense and I played some good players and some good shit. Um, the Sunday event I had to beat, um, I had to beat Mike Holloway, Ed and Isaac. <laughs> that is a murderer's row of winning a championship. Uh, so that was a big deal. That was really awesome. But here's my team. Uh, Camara, Red Widow, uh, Mr. Sinister, Dr. Strange, Teen Lantern, Misty Knight, Dr. Moyer McTaggart and Marvella. So this is a difference. Um, I've lost only one pulp of pulp event or pulp matchup. And it was straight up to Mr. Sinister. He is just too good. He's the only thing in this format that just makes you run at him. 
Um, and I decided, you know what, I, that's my style. I want people to have to run at me or I'm going to build up stuff. And between Mr. Sinister and Dr. Strange, I, I have too many reasons you need to come to me and no reasons I need to come to you. I will start attacking you on turn four. If you don't come to me, because I don't need to, I'd rather attack you with an extra 40 points uh, from Wong or extra two enhancements and three ones on Mr. Sinister. And that's sometimes what happens. People don't attack me as well because of that reasoning. Uh, so they're forced to kind of come to me and that's a big deal in this kind of format. Um, so the first top six to the first 16, um, and this is insane. Nobody in Saturday's poll, not one player of amazing tier one players. Sorry, I keep saying Saturday. It was Friday. Um, amazing tier one players, not a one of these people played Deathstroke. Nobody played Deathstroke. Uh, Camara was actually the most popular figure, which is shocking because Camara is the anti-Deathstroke. Uh, but we all outmeted ourselves. Um, so Camara was interesting. I only uh, of the two days I played one Deathstroke with Mike from Mike Holloway, um, and she's good. And of course, Blue Marvel's the other thing that she's particularly good at. Um, but people I just didn't see playing that because they've kind of out shined it so to speak they've out metagist it um next up red widow just talk about red widow i don't think there is a bigger heavy hitter than red widow and i even include figures that are like 100 points red widow is a monster red widow so often will attack three times with blades and exploit and in pulp that is devastating red widow on the right day can damn near take down 100 point hulk um if you tap Hulk just a tiny bit, uh, it, nothing. Uh, also, Red Widow is amazing at taking out Krima, amazing at taking out Blue uh, Blue Marvel. Just she is your damage heavy hitter. She's the actual person I protect the most. I take the least chances with because I really don't. I'd rather you kill my Chimera than I would um, Red Widow. I think it's Krima, actually. I know I say that wrong. Fuck you guys. I know. I know. I'm an idiot. Um, so we talked about Mr. Sinister. Obviously, I'm playing Moira for that. The other thing I like about Moira, though, that came up almost every game, Moira healed people. I had Moira heal people all the time. I mean, like all the fucking time. That happened a, a shit ton. Um, other characters, um, Doctor Strange, uh, to me, is the best TKer. I was very much on Doctor Psycho. And admittedly, if you're running a two TK setup, I do think Dr. Psycho is probably your other one. Um, his ability to just have seven range and sidestep um, and be able to TK through anything because of his, um, his ability to see through everything but blocking is really, really good. He is very, very versatile. Isaac was playing him. Um, if Isaac's playing something, come on, it's good. But I think Dr. Strange is ultimately the best call because of Wong, frankly. I've healed so many people with Wong um, because Force Blast is good. It's not great. I wouldn't pay 40 points for it, but Enhancement Force Blast for free is amazing. And he it does hit. He's a 10-3-17 willpower, and he fucking tries to hit. Teen Lantern, I don't need to explain that. Everybody's playing that. Uh, Misty Knight was an interesting inclusion. 
Um, I needed enhancement. Uh, you cannot play Karima without enhancement. And I was playing Starfire and I debate that that couldn't be the right call. I think Starfire is very, very good. If you need that tertiary attacker, I love Starfire. Um, but Misty Knight to me, I love the idea of adding a little bit more leadership. Um, I actually had three leaders on the team. That might be too many. Um, but I did allow me to pull off tokens from Red Widow because I made her a detective. Um, it allowed me to kind of create a triangle around Moira McTaggart. So the chances of her not getting a token offer by turn two was very unlikely, right? Because you got three leaderships right around her. And then remember that uh, Dr. Strange, when he hits, you're almost never actually using the, it to take a token off. So I like that. And she is not a bad attacker. Um, I like this. I thought I was going to utilize super strength more, really didn't. Um, so I'm not positive on that. I could downgrade a Starfire for 25 points and then have 20 points. I just don't know. I need the barrier for Marvella, and I don't know if there's anybody else to upgrade. Because I definitely think Strange is better than any of the other TKers there. Um Marvella is um Marvel is great, but uh let me talk about one other team I saw by a really great player that I apologize to that I'm blanking on his name. But um he plays a robot team that was Ultron. Uh he played Ultron and went three and oh and played me in the finals for uh to win the to to hypothetically win the tournament, right? So his team was so fascinating. It was Ultron, um, the 120 point Ultron, like at full, the Spider-Man that moves the robots around. And he picked the map. It's a small map. It has one side that's elevated. And then it has, um, it's not the dock or anything like that. I'm blanking on the name, but it has one side that's elevated. And then it has a big piece of blocking in the middle, like all the way through almost the whole middle of it. And then like three different sections. And it's interesting because a lot of teams in pulp can't put their whole team on either side of that. And you really don't want to play on the um, elevated side either. Uh, it just felt like a bad idea. So I went with putting him on the elevated side and me on the other. I don't know if that was the right call, but what he does is he moves Ultron by basically putting them in that little room. Spider-Man, after he Spider-Man slings him in, he sidesteps out or reverse of that and he's attacking you. And the Ultron drones are very good in pulp. They're very good. They're you know, again, just random tertiary attackers. So when he hits it, which is four, five, six, he makes one and he's going to hit that quite a bit. Uh, he had Apocalypse, um, which really made his team mobile. And he had enough attackers where Apocalypse was, it felt like there is a lot of ones on his thing. And he was able to make Apocalypse a real boy whenever he wanted to. Oh, um, and my cat wants uppies on my lap and just literally tried and fell the fuck off. Sorry, Remy. Um, I haven't been home in a while, guys. Um, so Pulp is Pulp is a great format. It's definitely the most interesting format to me. It's the format that everybody can understand the game in. It's way more straightforward. There's a lot of great stuff going on. And it makes things like notorious. Like, you know, would you ever play Lex Luthor? Probably not. But in Pulp, well, Luther might be good. Uh, friendly characters uh, all have Superman enemy. 
eight outwits and pulp might be amazing. You know, like that's crazy good. Um, there's so many things like that, that, you know, is Superman good? I don't think so. But is he good in pulp? Are the goons good in pulp? Like all that different stuff becomes to me, at least really interesting. And as a new layer of when, um, you know, what you can, what, and looking at all the figures again, you know, because for the most part, otherwise you're just passing, you know, nothing's good. Nothing's good enough. I mean, my God, I mean, Necron is going to be, if I'm reading that right, Necron is going to be pulp, right? Uh, he is a, oh no, no, he's not pulp. What the hell is that? Huh? Oh, he's just in there weird in HV units. Or is he pulp? I'm fucking confused. Yeah, Black Adam is not. Uh, I know Black Adam's a super rare. So yeah, Necron's got to be a super rare. He's just silver ringed. Um, and not silver ringed. He just has a silver symbol on HC units. My apologies. <laughs> um, all right. Well, um, so overall, I, I felt like the atmosphere is good. It's good to see people. It's good to see have friends there. Um, both Jimmy and Justin were not there, um, uh, which has been the case for it seems like a while. And uh, but Scott was there. He's great. Brian Galley was there. He's great. We had the same volunteers we've had forever that are just so great with Norm and Sean and uh, Derek and a bunch of people. They're just fantastic. Um, so thanks to all of them for doing it. It was a really fun time. Uh, the battle Royals, uh, I think that set is a very fun battle Royale set. It seems like people always end up with something decent, whether it's Thanos or not. Um, and yeah, I'm, I couldn't be much more excited about it. Uh, so that's what I'm going to talk about. Now we're going to get into the meta. I'm just going to do a brief breakdown. He picked eight winning cocks. It's never been done. You don't know what winning is, Bert. You're a loser. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? All right. So while I have everybody and I want to, uh, I'm just going to talk, go through the figures real quick from a pulp standpoint. Will they see pulp from Notorious? Um... I don't know if this is that useful, but I, I think it's okay. Um, Lex Luthor, I talked about, he's leadership, which is, you know, uh, a thing you have to have. And he's your outwit. And then he's not a terrible attacker. Psychic Blast, Impervious. He's not bad. Um, the Superman Batman is... But so Batman's not good enough. Like just period. Batman's not good enough. Um, he's a sidestep range combat expert guy. Superman, I I want to be good, but he's he's just not. I, I don't know why, but uh, he does a lot, but he's not. He's just doing it for too many points. Uh, Manhunters, uh, you know, I guess you can't play Manhunter essentially with this power. Court of Owls, blah. I I don't. I think the goons are very good. Um, I think that you people play one or two goons. Um, but the problem with the goons is they are 15 points for fairly easy to kill attackers. And, um, you know, you don't know if they're going to just generate an object or not. 
Uh, the exception to that would be Black Managoon, because Black Managoon is 15 points for enhancement. And damage output is challenging. Uh, I would say borderline very challenging. Um, White Rabbit Goon is the other one that I really like. I think he's worth the upgrade. Uh, the upgrade there being that, you know, you could be playing, um, you could be playing basically Aunt May, but for five more points, you get a Aunt May that may not die because they can come right back and be anybody. And you also have Aunt May that can mind control. So this is a, this is a piece that has support for 15 points and double target mind control with a uh, four range, which is a minimum for mind control, even though they have a three, which is just fucking awkward. Um, and willpower um, and uh, Batman team, which there could be some wild cards. Maybe you end up, um, you know, with a wild card. I know that Dr. Psycho, for example, is somebody that really could use wild cards. Um, all right. Going through Solomon Grundy, no Thunderer. I guess not because right now it hasn't been good enough. So I, if you, the hydrogen is not good enough, I don't know why he's better, but probably not scarecrow. Terrible, really just an awful figure. Um, Riddler. I don't like black hand um, is just awful. Lightning Lord, uh, just awful. Cyborgman, shockingly bad cyborgman. Uh, he's never going to see play. Um, <laughs> Some of the problems with these sets are like uh, you just you just don't have like if you don't they pay you're paying for the ring that you don't get, you know, uh, gentlemen Ghost, no Harley Quinn. Um, Harley Quinn is long dialed as fuck. Uh, she is seven clicks for 50 points. The problem is she is a leap climb character, which is very, very bad. Uh, Mirror Masters, awful. Uh, Starfight, awful. Uh, Captain Cold, not awful. I don't hate him. He does a lot of what um, Mr. Freeze does, um, but not enough. Polkadot Man, so he can uh, keep changing different things. You can start him on the dial you want. He is a double tap figure. Um I like I've been people keep saying that you should give Pokemon Man more of a shot. I, I don't I can't I don't think I can do it, man. It's 40 points for barrier. I oh um Black Manta. Black Mana might be playable. So unique modifier free if Black Mana occupies your adjacent to water terrain roll D6. All friendly characters with dolphin modify their combat values. Three to six. When a friendly character with dolphin hits a single equip, oh, that's right, equip characters is bullshit. But he has energy, explosion, precision, strike, knockback. That's pretty good. Um, but ninety points, ultimately, probably not. Deadshot makes me so angry, <laughs> so angry because he's sixty points. He could be so great, but he's not. Like you can't do sidestep, man. Uh, Lincoln March. Uh, no, I mean, maybe as a side attacker, um, at 30 points, a charge piece, he has leadership mastermind. When he uses leadership to see, you may generate quarter vowels for 30 points. That's not bad. Uh, he has four clicks long at the end of the game for all friendly characters, the trait 
You also get the assassin trait thing. That's pretty good. And he has, he's not bad. Lincoln Marsh is legitimately not bad. He's doing a lot, a lot of lifting there with the um, underworld, being able to have Batman enemy, um, you the right Batman enemy. Uh, As Scott Porter pointed out, kind of the coolest sculpt. Uh, Unfortunately, what they've done recently is they've been designing these figures cleverly or they're not giving them the power you really want them to have on their lower dial. So Mr. Freeze is. I like the other one better. I just don't think you're doing it. I was so weirded out by Cosmic King and um, Saturn Queen not being very good. I just thought that was weird. Um, I thought they'd be great. So I can't tell when they stop or not, but that's generally it. And that's it for our show, everyone. Thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for turning in. Uh, sorry that we've been gone a bit. Uh, Worlds is coming up, so we will make a push. I've had a lot of things going on. Um, I know that's what every podcaster says, so I try to avoid saying it. But this time, it was true. And uh, I will uh, talk to you very soon. Thanks so much. And um, I almost said have a killer day. What the fuck is wrong with me? Uh, this is Scott reminding you that if you're not playing competitively, you might as well be playing with yourself. Oh, ooh, oh, oh, I do have this, though. Um, my new phrase, it, I have a new ending for right now. If you're not playing competitively, you're probably playing against PJ Bolin. Good night. <laughs>